important podcast. Yo, what up? Yo, what up? I said, sh- I said, what's up? Welcome back to the We Important Podcast. Yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? <laughs> Sorry. Welcome back to the We Important Podcast. It's another beautiful week, another day in the life of me, Q, here with my good friend, Jake Steffens. What's good, boys? And Harry. Thanks, man. Such a great introduction, as always. The sun is shining, dark days are gone, and seasonal depression is gone with it. And we have never been happier. Indeed. We're all just thriving out here. Nothing bad is happening at all. (laughs) Do you believe in karma? Everything is fucking great. You believe in karma? Like jinxing, all that kind of shit? Bad karma, good karma? No, not necessarily, no. You don't believe in that shit? I don't believe in karma outright, no. I'm glad I'm not alone here, cause like I feel like there's a good amount of people that look at me and say, "Karma's coming for you," like you're fucked. Well, that's why like, I don't believe in it. Yeah, people it, say that it, a lot. It would have come for us, Harry. Like if it, if it's true, who's doing it? Is it God? Is karma proving that God's real? If it does exist, like uh, is God gonna come for my kids? And he's like just sitting there patiently, like relax with that. Hey, now dude. you're scaring me, dude. Now I'm going to start doing nice things just because I'm afraid of karma. And who's to decide what I'm doing is right or wrong? What if like all the things people say I did was fucked up was really just right. what God destined me to do? He's like, son, keep following the message of the Lord. You're doing great, Harry. It sounds like a new religion being born. I think I'm going to walk out of this one. I'm convinced if I was born like around jesus's era nazareth and all that i definitely could have started my own religion i could have got my own cult there's not a question i could have got my own cult you could still do that now man what people want to drink my blood i mean would you if you made it interesting what do you what do you mean I'm thinking some kind of interesting seance. Oh, I could entertain you. Maybe some backstory. You got to really sell me on it. I'm just convinced if I salted rim. Here's here's literally what I would do. If you had the salted rim umbrella, come on. Well, how I would first do it is I would just show them all magic. Kind of cute. I would convince all of them with my magic that I'm just another god. Imagine instead of water to wine, I make the fucking quarter disappear and pop out the other guy's ear. Like, oh, that's real shit. Just, just classic bar tricks. Straight up, man. Like. Like now nowadays, NBC. people be like, "Oh, you're such a virgin." You'd be like, "Yo, that's exactly what I'm aiming for." <laughs> <laughs> I'm pure. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back to the We Important Podcast. I'm your host Harry, as well funny. as we got our co-host Q, and as always, we have our most important guest. We got Jake Steffens on tonight. What's, what's up, going what's on, up? Jake? Not much, brother. How are you? Doing well, man. Doing <laughs> well. Hey, Jake. Um. As always, before we get this started, I know the original plan was we were actually going to have Hannah on and she got sick, but we're really glad you were able to come on here and we're able to actually do an OG style episode. So that means for our audience that aren't familiar with us for season three, in season one and season two, how we used to actually roll through things, aside from, of course, asking our guests what makes you the most important, is we have our most important hot takes, specifically Harry's hot takes is what we call the bit. And it's something where our guest has a hot take they want to spit to the audience and to us as well, as mine is 
as well as mine and Q's, maybe controversial opinion on it. And then as always, we wrap up the episode with how normal things go. So stay strapped in. That sounds fucking boring. Every time you interrupt Pause, me, we're gonna have a blast, smaller. dude. All right, Spirits man. Let's up. get into Spirits it. Let's, up. let's get it. Let's get into it. Let's feel better about this, you know? Jake. What's up, Quentin? Wait, how are we gonna do this? We just talk about him. No, it's our normal roll through. I mean, you got the take, bro. Come on. We're already rock and rolling here, man. We're just going to talk about you, bro. About me? Yeah, we're going to just bring go it on, to, bring it on to you. Tell me, Jake, what'd you do today? What did I do today? Yeah. Went to the gym this morning. Yeah. Picked up my little bro from school mm-hmm. and did some writing and played some Call some of Duty, ri- man. Some writing? What'd you write? Writing for a music magazine called No Cover. Shout out, No Cover. And we're working on some next articles for May. So just putting together some some legwork for the next month, man. So keep you, a lookout next next month, April's edition. Yeah, we got some stuff on Web three and music. I think you'd be very interested in. Interesting. So you 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 want to talk about that a little bit? About the Mac? Yeah, about like how what is that? How'd you get involved in it? Yeah. Um. So now covers a, a new music magazine. First edition was January. Uh, my buddy Trey Smith reached out to me. They're looking for writers. Shout out to Trey Smith. Shout out to the homie. Love. And I'm not necessarily a journalist historically. I'm actually a business guy. But quit the business scene to try to do some interesting shit, some creative shit. And that's led me down some unproductive rabbit holes as well as productive rabbit holes. But this is probably one of the most productive rabbit holes I've been down so far. And uh, now I'm exploring music journalism and what comes with branded media and storytelling. So what would you say it is that really makes you important or what's like a big part of your identity? I like to think of myself as an educator. I love to learn and I love to talk about the shit that I learn. And there's a lot to learn, dude. So that's kind of part of my life goal right now is just to learn as much as I can and share shit that I think is relevant because just as much as there's a lot to learn, there's a lot of shit that people just don't need to know, you know? Absolutely. One question I ask a lot of the kids I coach is, especially when we get towards the off season, the season wraps up, like one thing to take into mind as you start to train and kind of restart the whole season is one, what don't, do you know everything there is to know about the sport? or the subject, whatever you're thinking about, right. what don't you know? And you have to go down that rabbit hole to figure that all out. I even saw a question with that related to like DMT. They said before you take it and you go down that rabbit hole, what don't you know about yourself? And that's supposed to make your brain open up. So a little, little tip for my psychedelic people out there. What don't you know? One day. Mm. One day I'd like to ride it. Not I have today. the thoughts Not of soon. it, but like... I hear like when you do it, your whole goals, you're like certain things change in your life and they don't ever go back. And honestly, right. I like where my mind's at. I'm with you. So, Dick, how did you meet Trey? I've met Trey just being out and about, man. Just the same way everyone else has met him for the most part through, honestly, house parties or bars or I went to OU, so he would DJ down there a bunch of times. Um we were just talking shop. We were talking. We were talking Web three and music one day, and then he reached out later and was like, "Yo, we're starting a uh, a magazine, and we'd like you to write for us." And I was like, "Wow, something new in Cleveland's music music related." As you guys know, music is 
It's always been my passion on the side for my whole life, but it's never anything I pursued professionally. Now I have an opportunity to, to try to do that. You feel like Cleveland's got a good music scene for it? To oh, abso- absolutely. There's always there's always good musicians. It's just a matter of giving them a platform and an opportunity. Jake, so, you're, you're a musician. I am. Hobbyist musician, yeah. Why do you say that? I hate you listen what to does that mean? So it's it's because I don't I don't record anything. It's really the difference. Which let and me just say for everybody out there, if you don't know, if you're not a musician, if you don't give a fuck about musicians, um the musicians that claim to be hobbyists, the musicians that don't necessarily record anything, but do it just because it's something that they love to do, I swear to God, every time, without fail, they are the best musicians that exist. This is how it works. People that put the most into the craft, seeking no reward from it, are going to get the most benefit out of it every that's, time. That's exactly what it is. And it's, I, it's a pure, it's a pure way of doing something. But they also like to talk about themselves as if they're no, like you know, they say things like "I'm not that good," I, you know, whatever. It's like somebody who's well on the spectrum of things, though. Like you know, I know what good sounds like, and I'm not at that level of the spectrum. Right, but you I'm also. I'm not what I would if I said, "Hey, you're fucking good at guitar." They're probably much better than me. Sure. But you, you know also I mean? have a you also have a very uh if I dare say dignified ear. I think it's the right word for it. Sure. You know? I think you have a very classic sense of by the way, everybody, if you don't know, sorry, I'm just waking up. <laughs> Not <laughs> That's actually it. just from like, That's it. from the fog that well, I was in. He got hot here. <laughs> from the fog that I was in just a second ago. Uh, anyway, I won't welcome, speak welcome about back. It. No, yeah, right. You definitely sounded real monotone in the beginning. And Nigga, I was, I was gone for a little bit. I was like... I warned you. You did warn me. You're like, at the beginning, I saw you twirling you it like a pencil. I saw you twirling it like a pencil, and I was yeah, like... Yeah, I was holding on to it And I was like, bro, like, just take one, just yeah. one more second hit. Yeah, one I more eight second hit, and you'll be done. And I would have been sitting facing like, the he's wall. He's like, I'm feeling good, dude. I'm feeling good. It's when you... It's the come down high. Like, the first 10 minutes, you're just like, oh, this is fun. And then it's like, oh... This is not suitable for work. Not suitable. So you're saying weed <clears throat> makes you lazy? <laughs> what did uh, Frank Ocean mom say? Lazy, stupid, unconcerned. That's it. Lazy, stupid, and unconcerned. Mama Ocean hit it on That's the head. That's all dude. marijuana does, unless it's prescribed. And if you ever are smoking <laughs> marijuana with someone, and they call it pot, they're probably a snitch. I hate that term, bro. I smoke pot. Anyway, what the fuck oh was I saying? God. Back to the audience. Y'all got any pot? I was addressing all this. We had the. I, I told Harry to light an incense. We always light incense, and he put it right on the table. Why? Because I had <laughs> Harry do it. That's why. Because I had Harry do it. Anyway, I was gonna say <clears throat> we have Jake Stevens here. If you don't know, I did say he's a good friend of mine. I didn't just say that. It was not just a phrase of of That's speech. Facts. How far back not, do you guys go? Fuck, like middle, sixth middle grade, school, sixth grade, yeah, sixth grade. You know, um, it's deep. You know, it's really like one of my brothers. He's very white, but super I'm white, very real, very real person. And I do love this guy and his entire family. Love you too, brother. Um, I'm get, trying to do get to your get here. to your point. I'm trying to do something here. Okay, Smoke but yeah, we're very good friends. Too. For you guys that don't know, so we have a we have a past. We'll go into it. That's just why I know these things about him. I'm not just researching him or anything. You can't necessarily. It's not much to research. <laughs> yeah, you can't really find this shit. 
shit out on on Instagram or anything like that. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You're all in the frame. Sorry. This will be good for watching. You see it? You see it? It's okay. <laughs> anyway. Yes, but we're talking uh, about you being a musician and shit. Mm-hmm. And I, so I've seen this guy literally teach himself how to play guitar, piano, harmonica. Wait, yo, can the thing is, I didn't know you fucking played harmonica at all. I mean, like, oh, raw. We, we were sitting there. This is probably like after freshman year of college. Yeah. And his, Jake's garage was the spot in the summer. Just don't, like, don't blow it up. It was. Yeah, you can't blow up the spot. Don't blow it up. Don't, don't blow, blow the spot. spot up. He said, "Bro, don't do me like you did you." <laughs> no, bro. If there was like when, when everybody was just trying to kick it, and it was a summer night, He's re- up. real chill. It was like everybody just go. Four hundred five Longspur Road. Yeah, there you go. No, fuck you guys. Anyway, <laughs> we're sitting there one night smoking, kicking, and chilling, and Piano Man comes on, and for white people, that's a banger. Just like everybody, you can hear all the white people in the crowd stand up and start chanting. It's kind of like um. What's the, what's the song by the Killers that you also see the yeah you can see at Michigan University that whole little crowd went crazy over that oh yeah so that's another one so anyway we're watching or we're listening to Piano Man and obviously the harmonica solo comes on and Jake wasn't sitting at the table he was kind of tucked away in the corner hidden but you could see him out the corner of your eye and as soon as the harmonica solo comes on it felt like a live performance. Everybody just looks up and Jake's fucking ripping this thing, dude. Harry was I'm so high excited, as balls. Dude. I'm like screaming, yo, what the fuck? What oh the- my God. <laughs> no, yeah. That shit is crazy. I remember being in the garage, like in the, in the upstairs of the oh, garage. Yeah. And we'd be talking, we was talking about Kenny Rogers, the gambler. We was like 12 years old. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> and like, we geek out about music and shit. So I know like that. How deep it is for you. I know I've seen your record collection. You know what I mean? I've seen Remember you we play. found our samples, went sample hunting, dude? Yeah. Dude. Oh, bro, we flipped. That was an insane experience. Me, me and Q went to the record store and just thumbing oh, through the dollar bin and tried to find samples. It was Tammy Terrell. It was, yeah. It was like live uh, in Sw- Switzerland or something. What's that fucking like that. song called? Um, I don't know, but we were playing records, right? And I actually, I accidentally had it on, uh, what is it, 45 revolutions per minute, the speed? Yeah, yeah. I had it sped up, and I put the record on, and I didn't know it was sped up, and it was just magic that came out of speakers. Dude. Yeah, we sped it up. It was crazy. That was and insane. Try to chop it. it was, wasn't good at chopping. We just time. didn't know what the fuck we were yeah. doing. <laughs> Still not great. Anyway, but yeah, I just, I don't know. Just want to go into that, dude. Yeah, what the fuck? I don't know. What the we're still, about. we're still working on. He's just our friend, dude. I don't even know. We're just homies. We're just homies. And Are we shit. gonna share any of our, our good stories? Or Are those not appropriate? Yeah, I just wanted. It's not appropriate. No, yeah, no. We can definitely say whatever the fuck we want, but I just wanted to just give a little context, and then you know, have you connect with some of our creative fans because I sure. know we, you know, we kind of tailored toward that lane. We're not exclusively a podcast about creators but i mean we like to think of ourselves as such let's get creative um and we like people that are are like that you know we like people that do things i like people that are nice i don't like nice people there's a line i don't like nice people too nice you can't fucking trust them most of the time i'm just like yeah you're nice but i don't need nice things they gotta at least be able to 
you know shoot the shit and be sarcastic a i've always if imagined nice, you got to be able to give me an insult like people yeah the personalities i feel like are always based on our sexual organs right so let's take let's take for example you have people that are assholes you have people that are dicks you have people that are pussies you read you this people, on a popsicle and you have people bro. that are gucci <laughs> so like disgusting like me, popsicle like companies me, i'm an asshole and the reason i'm an asshole is because there's times where I just fucking stink and it's nothing but shit. But other times it's like, when is a fart never not funny? You know, farts are funny in certain moments. It's here and there, you know. But other times it's like, oh, that's just shit. <laughs> then you have people, you have now. people that are dicks, right? And I don't know for certain people and other people, but when the dick's soft, they're fucking annoying and you just don't want to deal with them. And sometimes they're just a hard, excited dick and it's like, ah, but at the end of the day, they're just a fucking dick. They're annoying. Then you have people that are pussies. He's monologuing again, Quentin. Two hours later. I guess you guys can just <laughs> yeah. put it together how it all works. Quentin, Jake, me, I like to think of us as assholes, and that's why we all get along so well. For sure. <clears throat> did you say that your asshole is your sexual organ? Because that's all I, I just, heard. I'm, you yes, did. I probably that's all that. I heard. All right, thank you. Yes. You said that. Yeah, I did say that. You Exposed. got a bussy, boy. Exposed. <laughs> Boy's a bussy. <laughs> Yo, that thing get wet, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Forgive me. Us. <laughs> you want to talk about anything? Particular, you have a podcast. Oh yeah, I, I brought yeah, you yeah, up. Yeah. I got a shout the, out in the Wavy Duder episode. I brought you guys' podcast up. A word? Yes. Appreciate I know you don't that. listen to our podcast. Of course Isn't... I listen. I didn't listen to that one though. <laughs> they all you, say they fucking listen. Me. It's fine. It's fine. That's fine. It's fine. It's okay. But that's the whole thing, you know. We brought you up because Harry was had been picking my ear about how I felt about the podcast. How I felt about you guys' podcast. How do you feel? How do I feel, everyone? No, the question is, how, how did you feel, and how do you feel now? That's, that's hey, I actually question. like that's very good, actually. So, how did you feel? That's special that two you did weeks that. ago. <clears throat> how did I feel two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, maybe more, longer, maybe three weeks ago now. Harry was in Florida. Yeah. Okay. He was doing some things in Florida with the family. He, his sister works at iHeart. We've had Sam on the podcast before. There's no video, thank God. That would have been a mess. But there's audio of that. In season two, we have Sam on. Sam works at iHeartRadio. Um, at some of the iHeart studios down there, which I've been to on my trips to Florida with Hay. Um, so I've seen kind of the studios and shit. You know, they have hurricanes and shit. They had a bunch of equipment that got damaged, shit they needed to upgrade. Mm-hmm. They had shit they could give away, basically. So they had this microphone. This thing right here? This microphone, literally that one. They gave it to you? Yeah. Well, yes, that was a gift from there. No. I don't know if Sam wants to say that. Well, maybe the cord was not working, but I'd like to make it work if possible. Yes, it's not work. I couldn't get it to work. Um, Not sure what's wrong with it. I'm not a technician. But anyway. Feel free to give it a shot afterwards. If you want to give it a spin. I don't know. Spit on it. I don't. Whatever. (laughs) He, He calls me saying he had acquired this mic. Yo, I got this mic. I'm gonna give it to J- I'm gonna call Stephens and Jason see if they want it. I actually like, called you, you didn't answer. I was like, and then what? I called Quentin. Yeah, he called me after and said I called them and, and wanted to see if they wanted it, which is fine and all. And I was like, but why did you? Do, why did he think that way? Right? I was like, nigga, we have a podcast. 
<laughs> we use microphones. I was like, why don't you think to use the the microphone that you got, this fancy microphone from a iHeartRadio? Right. Why don't you think to give it to us? I don't understand. Why don't you bring it home? You know, he immediately thought, which is which says a lot about Harry. It sure does. It says a lot about him. In in a positive light, obviously. He was looking out for you guys. Yeah. He wanted to do something nice. And it wasn't even about being nice. It was his instinct to do that, you know? Um, I think what he's trying to say is the mics we have now are fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what he's trying to say. I don't know. Maybe that's what he's trying to say. It's, it's like, actually no, a it's, shot. No, it's, it's like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was a ba- it was it's a like backhanded senior homie compliment. that doesn't know how to spit game yet, so he's like stooping a little bit lower. He's going for the sixes, and it's like, bro, like I've been there before. I know what you're doing. My game's a little bit better. Let me give you a little bit of tip here. Gay. Do you call? <laughs> is it homophobic to just be like that? That's gay. Like if it was gay, no, you're just pointing something out. Like, I'm just like, like oh, oh object- that's, objectively, that's a tan wall. That was gay. Yeah. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing like, not like, oh, that's gay, that's wrong. But like, no, that is gay, though. That's what I mean. Okay, just want to clarify. I want to offend anybody. Hopefully, but yeah, Harry, that was gay. Hopefully sorry. you're forgiven. Hopefully. If not, sorry. Sorry, I had a good run. Back to what I was saying. <clears throat> yeah, she gives it huge. That didn't necessarily enrage me. But I did. It, it made me tick somewhere. I was like, dude. I mean, I snapped at him, but it's easy for me to snap at him. I snap at him right. all the time. I snap at him as, as a joke. Sometimes it's serious. Sometimes I don't even, I don't know even. I just do it. <clears throat> but whatever. I started to think. I'm like, dude, you know. Let it out. I'm trying to, I'm trying to articulate it. No, don't hold back. You might sound like a dick in the beginning, but like he gets it. Just say it. I tried to, be, I... In the beginning, I think I started to analyze. I went down this rabbit hole of like, you know, what the fuck, man? You know, they got this fucking podcast. Fuck them, you know. You were doing thinking this? No, nah, listen to me. Oh, I'm like, God. they got this fight. Fuck this, man. They doing the reels, man. Fuck that. He's gonna give them the mic. That's fucked up. <laughs> What's going on? Nobody cares about what I got going on. I've been doing this and trying to do it and all that shit, you know. And initially, you know, you have to. You have to confront that because that's real. No, it's understandable. It's honest. It is. Listen, Erica Badu. Erica Badu is one of my favorite artists of all time, if not the, right? Um, for those that don't know, and she has a quote, and she says, "I'm an artist, and I'm sensitive about my shit." You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mean to cut you off, but so the one. But thing- you're doing it. I'm I'm doing it. I don't mean to, but I gotta say how you broke it down from what I understood because I was like, you're just being a little bitter, dude. Granted. A, a little bit, but I had but, valid. I'm, but how he backed it up when he finally, like, it took a few minutes to, like, gather the thoughts of, like, he's like, I'm not mad or anything. Like, I'm not jealous. But the way is, like, I want our friends to have a wanna, high level of quality. And there's so that, certain things they look at that's like, fuck, man. Like, I don't, want not, you, I don't want you guys to wash away the quality of it. We want to be able to benefit. He wants to be able to help you guys. But at the same time, it's like, don't make it look easy like anyone can do it. Kind of, can do it. Kind of, yes. Everybody and anybody can do it, and everybody can do it. But not everyone's built for it. And I don't. I'm not here to say that. I'm not. That's not what it's about. But you asked me about how I felt before. That was two weeks ago. Initially, I felt like, oh, you know, and I think I this thought had crossed my mind, but I didn't indulge it before. And it was like, you know, there's a lane here, the podcast lane, whatever, in Mm -hmm. in this local market that we're in. Um. 
And I just felt like, damn, people, somebody doing it so adjacent to me, like in my circle, basically, you know, doing we're doing the same thing. And it just like makes, it, it crosses the lane. I we, just felt like. No, I get that for sure. Know, and like we've had that conversation before. Exactly. Being being close we, and being so adjacent. Right. Creatively. Why don't we just try to combine forces in, in some way, shape, or form? Right. I mean, that's always and a that's possibility always, in the future. But that's always my thing, and that's all yeah. you guys know that behind the scenes. Like, yeah. Jason obviously knows that. Well, what what we're doing right now, though, dude, is we're it's, playing in the sand and yeah, trying to get better. And you guys are it's so much skills. different than what we do here, and it is a, it's an original idea, yeah. and especially what I've seen in the later things that you guys have put it out. Um, like having Colin come on and guess like yeah. that shit's dope. Like, and it is different. It's more informative, and it's, you guys go deeper in the shit that I obviously like. You know, I like right. Stanley Kubrick and yeah, Tarantino that, and target audience, all the music, all the Beatles shit, and all that shit. You know, like yeah. I'm actually the target art. Yeah, I'm the yeah, target artist, and, and it does appeal to me. Um, which is why it I had to sit with that. I had to confront that initial agitation for sure and understand it and then displace it or like channel it into being like oh that was ego flaring up the agitation was definitely ego like i was you know but also you have to you got to evaluate why is your ego flaring up and if i'm being honest am i is my and i'm I'm not confirming or denying this but i'm saying (laughs) just i'm processing it as i'm saying i'm processing it but Perhaps your ego was threatened by that idea of not your pockets or you guys, but mm-hmm. like the idea of somebody doing what you did better than you <laughs> at one point or another, like taking it from you. Or the potential of that happening. <clears throat> exactly, you know. And Dude, I think that's you so fucking that na- idea. It's so natural. Exactly. And it's I'm so natural. But I'm such a I'm so I'm an artist. Yeah, and I'm not saying I'm more of an artist than anybody else, but I think I am on a certain level of sensitivity where things like that will bother me. In compound with the other bullshit I got going on in my mundane life, you know. But you know, I just feel like you know I have to I have to address, and it's only right that I'm honest about it. So where I feel now right. is I'm here for it. I'm here for everything. Of course, I support you guys. I always have, and I've. I do feel like, you know, I mean, would you guys be doing that without us? Probably not. Maybe. Eventually. I mean, this is what I'll say. Because we're all friends. We know you very well. I, you and Jason probably would not have made a podcast. Ever. I think I I think I would have. <laughs> you I, would I have, think maybe. It, I think it may have taken me longer. I think seeing you guys do it made me think like, oh, I could totally do it for sure. Just Just in terms of like. Getting everything set up, like yeah, like you know, we're not millionaires. Well, exactly. But I've always wanted to do a pod- podcast. I mean, it's well, just, you've I, always had a voice for it. like one thing makes we sense. actually talked about even before you, you created the podcast was like you have an NPR voice. I don't know if I was talking to Q necessarily yeah. about this, but you always, like you have like that. I could turn onto the radio, and if somebody was reading me world news and wanted to keep me going for the next hour on the long car drive, I'd listen to your voice. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure though. Like, it was like no. you but, and I think Mike Trevisano the same way. I, R.I.P. I always wanted to do a podcast because I like to read books and learn about shit and I never have anyone to talk about it with. That's fair. My friends don't want to hear about and what I'm learning in 
investments or something like that. Right. I wanted an outlet to where I could learn shit, talk about it, therefore learn it even better because I'm applying that knowledge. And that's where the podcast is born from. It's just passion. Yeah. I just, I like talk. I just want to talk. And I just I... want to hear myself talk. Yeah. That's it. Dude, I'm just going to say That's it. why all our friends so and us get along. I want to do that. Same. Yeah. It would be wrong to say that I'm not a narcissist. That's, that's not true. It's not true for me to say that I'm not that. There's a degree of narcissism here. It's holding me together. There's also a God complex. and Yep, that exists. I don't know. An egotistical maniac. And a, a need or like this sick desire to be a fucking uh, conjoined twin. I've been getting that vibe from you lately, dude. Dude, I really? just want to take somebody else's head and like, you know, and just like walk around like that. Kind of like, I want to be the guy that's not me, shorter, man. though. That's not what I want. So you can carry me. But I have all Do you want to be like a backpack kind of? But I make like this decisions. So you, you just want the free ride. Yeah. I just want to be like a parasitic, like mind parasite. I want to like control your mind, but like leech. have. Yeah, yeah. Mind leech. Mind leech. People like, do you guys share the same genitals, the same feet? Dude, like, I can feel it. I can feel like it. All. Everything's the same. But I can also not. I can choose not to. Who's pooping? He's pooping. He's the pooper. Or he's she. The, I don't discriminate. He's Whoever the wants to control I, I just imagine if you and your conjoined twin don't get along, it'd be complete hell. How, how much do you think a surgery like that would cost? To put two people together? Yeah. But make it look natural. I just don't think it's possible. So, like, maybe we do a bunch of poses. We both <laughs> we both jump on a trampoline and we fall randomly. And you take a bunch of pictures to f- like see. But I don't like I don't random. Know, I don't know, it. I want I don't it to look natural. You talk about yeah. well, how I imagined Can- it. Candid twin pics, dude. Yeah, exactly. Are you and your twin the same gender? They're, we don't have to be. That's what I'm saying. Open the. We could take so like, like applications. What if? It's just, I what think if it, you glued your twin to your butt? And you went that style instead of side to side. What if you went so butt to butt, back to back, front front to back, front to back instead of side to side? And you just shuffle everywhere and just let's do feet. It's just once one heads on one side, the others on the other. Just gotta get double my waist. Someone's feet backwards, someone's arms forward. Yeah, shopping will be a fucking nightmare. One has tits and the other doesn't. Grandma's got to knit all your sweaters. That's fucking interesting, man. What? I'm fucking. You could maybe fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. You could maybe. Mm-hmm. And with that, we're continuing on in the OG style episode to Harry's Hot Takes. <laughs> where is a little bit of a hot take what's going on and how we feel about certain things. So, Jake, what's your hot take, man? My hot take, somewhat related to the pod. I think that film composers, Hans Zimmer, John Williams, should be looped in. With the greatest musical mind. They should be looped in with the Kanye's, the Jay-Z's, the Beatles. Why do you say I that? I love that. I love that. Because. because all right, keep going. Why do you say that? They understand the connection between sound and emotion better than anyone else. Hmm. I mean, someone like Hans Zimmer has been through 150 movies. And their ability to tell a story without using any lyrics but just sound cues is something you never see in popular music. And they've just done it so many times. And how, when you're watching a movie, what's the most important part on so the many music that gives me the emotion. The music, that's, what, that's what gives you the chills. Yeah. Movie music has given me chills more time 
than popular. Oh, for sure. I have a whole playlist on Spotify with like a hundred plus songs from movies. I can confirm that. A lot of John Williams. A lot of. He's a dude that actually does like. Who does the Lord of the Rings? Oh my God, I'm blanking. Fuck. I don't know. I have the dude that does does all the the score of Lord of the Rings. There's like or the author. No, the I don't know. Okay, the guy the what do you what's the title of that called? Technically, what Howard Shore. Howard Shore, that's what I'm looking for. Howard Shore, that's it. I have Howard Shore on my playlist, Hans Zimmer, John Williams. I have the, uh, who did Naruto, because not, if anybody's watched Naruto, yeah. that playlist makes you want to fucking kill yourself at times, makes you want to cry into a grave. Other times, it's like, I can take on the world. For so, sure. I have a ton of that. It's a great show. So I, I think for me, though, like that music, I got into it because uh, I found out when you're working out, when you're running, the last thing you need is like a bass drum in the background, because then you pace yourself. Lyrics make you pace yourself. So I originally just got into it to work out, and then I use it to study in college. It's great. For and that. then eventually, I'm like, "Yo, this is great for car drives, where I don't know what emotion I'm feeling that day." And I'm like, "Yo, yeah. I don't know if I want to listen to rap pop or just something." Put on like, the just... Inception soundtrack. It's like you don't. It's on. It's weird to think about, but I was. I'm researching Hans right now, and I did that, and I was like, "This is fucking great." Like, why don't people do this more? And why is this so separate from popular music? Like, there's not much crossover in the sounds and the the how the music is created like is there room for collaboration there i, I don't know but I don't, I just, I, i've I, never I, seen it done from every time i've seen it at least mo- everything in my playlist is one person yeah i'm not familiar with it with his work all like that trent reznor why he scores movies Social Network. Okay. Wow. I don't know. I, mean, I did not I know, know that. Um, you learn something new. I met Trent Reznor. Is he a Cleveland guy too then? Yeah. Huh? He's from Cleveland. Yeah. Nine Inch Nails is Cleveland. Yeah. No shit. I'll have to look into him. Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know he wrote Hurt. Johnny Cash. That's Trent Reznor's song. Is it really? Yeah, it's a Nine Inch Nails song. Yeah. And then they gave it to Johnny Cash. I knew you did didn't know. I don't know why I knew you didn't I know that. In what year did they write it? It's like, ah. Hurt came out that late. Yeah, and then Rick Rubin. No shit. Okay. Was working Thank with Johnny Cash. And he was like, you should. Rick Rubin brought him that song. Really? Yeah. Go. 94. I would have said that song came out way earlier than 94. Yeah, the lyrics are different. I wear uh, like Johnny Cash That's says, "I wear song. this crown of thorns," and Trent Reznor says something else. Johnny changes the lyrics just a little bit. It's still fucking me. I mean, Johnny Cash doing it, you would have never. Dude, knew. no, that I, sounds like I got fucking, hip to that song from that. a fucking Bionicles commercial, and I was like eight, and I was like, <laughs> "Yo, this sick. is powerful. Who the fuck is this?" Dude, that video, the Johnny Cash video, is like insane to me. Like that gives me chills to this day. The music video. The music video for her, the Johnny Cash video. Fuck yeah, dude. Sick, dude. He's just, yeah. Damn. Like the last bit. So that's why they, that's why they like think the song was like him talking about his history. That's why so many people don't really know that that's his song. That that's. You think he'd be a good hang? He'd have to be a good hang, dude. Johnny Cash? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Man. He'd be just a wise old chiller by that time. Man, we'd be fucking. I don't know, man. I couldn't hang out with Johnny Cash. He had me dead. Yeah, <laughs> it was racist. I, I, 
I could I see that. Entirely, I don't want to say that. You know, well, I wouldn't be entirely surprised. I don't even say anything anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's a racist. That's it. That's it. That's, the That's, That's it. That's fucked, man. Yeah, can y'all, would, you, would white people be upset if like Snoop Dogg was racist? If he was like, if he hated white people, if he just like did not, he was fuck crackers and shit. Yeah, I'd be a little upset. I mean, too. like I Snoop Dogg. Like, yeah, like that would hurt, right? Yeah. So I don't know if I can accept certain white people being racist. Like, don't tell me if they was like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I mean, obviously George Bush, Morgan Wallen. <laughs> that nigga cool, bro. I don't care what nobody say, bro. Who Morgan Wallen? No, George W. George W. Morgan Wallen. Don't have me talking about that nigga again, man. He yeah. probably is cool, but you don't like him. I th- listen, man. I feel like he one of them. He get drunk. And he don't give a fuck no yeah, more. Like sure. you go out the window, he can't hold up the act no more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, I could see that. For so sure. it's an act. You know, George Bush though. Think. George Bush loves niggas. Kanye was tripping, bro. <laughs> yeah, he was a bad president. America don't love niggas. Kanye. How was your How was your boy lately? I don't know if you want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, he on the I up. He, I think he is too, dude. He on the up again. Harry predicted this. Dude, it's a flash in the pan. The fu- you, you guys know the media cycles are like two yeah. weeks long. People fucking forget about I shit. really thought, though. I mean, he had it looking bleak with the Hitler shit. I was like, bad. Yeah. But then everybody's like. That's like his brand now, though. No. Dude. They just don't take it seriously. Right. You get further away from it, and niggas is like, like today, niggas is like, yeah, Hitler wasn't that bad. Like, <laughs> 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 niggas is saying that. they like, bro, like, Genghis Khan, bro. They on that Decker- now. Uh, Norm Macdonald said, "Decorated World War One yeah. veteran, Time Magazine Man of the Year. I mean, loved his country in a homestead. He sounds like a oh, killed the Jews." R.I.P. Norm Macdonald. What a yeah, fucking sure go. Though. He's the man. But yeah, bro. Like, nigga, there's a freaking South shit. African. Um, there's South African. Oh, fuck, I don't know what his position is, but his name's literally something. Adolf Hitler. Look it up. There's a South African politician. It's, Name is something Adolf. His parents Hitler. were dicks, not assholes. Yeah, those. That's thank you. <laughs> you still got a. You still bussied out. <laughs> I don't hear that shit. Anyway, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's like there's like this. Is what we were talking about the Nazi thing with Chimmy last. Like there's certain she was on labels that ass. become associated. She was oh, Chimmy was on Harry ass, bro. Like about the <laughs> women shit. You got attacked. Namibia. Does he have a six stash? It's a black guy. It's a, it's a, black, it's a black dude. It's a black guy. And Nazis are still alive. Dude, oh, he don't look like Hitler. What if Hitler uh, reincarnated into that nigga? <laughs> you look like the dad of a family matters. That's what it. if Hitler? <laughs> what if Hitler's still alive in Argentina? <laughs> Why Argentina? I mean, did you ever hear about, uh, they said like Hitler hopped in a submarine with the Nazis. They took off to Argentina and South America. You never heard like that fucking speculation? That can't be true. Well, they went Hitler, or not Hitler, but like Nazis definitely went to Argentina. Oh, 100%. It's out there. Dude, there's little fucking villages of that shit, Does that shit, scare bro. you? No. No? No. The boogeyman's I just would never go. <laughs> that's fucked up. You can't even say the boogeyman. That's fucking no, that's crazy. Fucked up. <laughs> it's like it's like telling Quentin, "Do you want to go back to a country that's? Do you want to go to a country that still has slavery? Do you want to go check it out?" And it's like, no. No, but a, I play yeah, with the idea. Hot take. Here's my hot take. I play with the idea of segregation on the regular, and I have a white girlfriend. I don't want to alarm her or nobody. 
I love you. Who are you to speak on segregation if you have a white girlfriend then? No, I'm just saying I played with the idea like, damn, wouldn't that be cra- like wouldn't it be wild if like they never like reversed that shit? It was all it was always like that. And Atlanta was just like this hub. I literally have made a cartoon idea. Um, it's in the works, but I have a cartoon idea around this premise. Like it's obviously twisted and different in the cartoon, but just like if that shit never happened. If you never desegregated or integrated, I mean, um, you know. So, what, like MLK doesn't exist, or like what? His so, like we're still, so we'd still be segregated. You mean, like, what if MLK was fighting for segregation, and oh, that wow. would have saved his life? It was the. It was the. Would it though? Maybe this. Hear he me definitely out. Hear me out. Assassinated stuff. Because listen, 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 listen. The the U.S. government didn't give a fuck about. Black people being black people away from them. They was like, we kind of need them. We need the black mm-hmm. dollar and shit. We could beat up, beat up on them and shit, and make it harder for them. But these are your like, words. We could leave them alive, right? They're fine. They couldn't eradicate all the black people. But like, if MLK was like, "Yo, I have a dream that niggas will only fuck niggas and white crackers will only fuck white crackers and shit." Um, the, the, I don't think Lyndon B. Johnson would would have killed him. I said that shit. You don't think the FBI would? You don't think the FBI would have killed them? Okay. Huh? You don't think the FBI would have killed them? No, I think that was. I think that was a direct order from the chief in charge. I think that Lyndon B. Johnson put that head out on him. Really? For sure. So, like, what happens nowadays if I get caught fucking a black girl? Like, like today? Is this? Is nothing what happened? Like, like let's say that shit still gets progressive eventually. Like in twenty twenty in the twenty twenties, it's progressive. You can really do whatever you want. And it's integrated, but it you had so long, you had a history of there's just much more segregation culture. So it's super like Atlanta is hub black. Like the east side of Cleveland is like twenty twenty three would be like nineteen sixty three would feel like. Would you be afraid? Would you be afraid? No, let's say that it 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 fucking moves the same way. So like today, everything today could happen. Are you would you be afraid to go to these all white cities? What's an all white city? Salt Lake City. Would that be okay? <laughs> Salt Lake City, bro. Perfect. That's that's. Say I'm lots. still afraid. Dude, I'm afraid already. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know what you mean. Like yes, Salt Lake City. I want to go on the Mormons. Hood, is not it. No, but I think, yo, dude, like Salt Lake City is 83 percent white. Like it is. It, you got multiple wives more. and shit. Can't drink. But like, Sounds what like happened? What would have happened for the black communities? City. They would have been able to do their own thing more and thrive more because they so, would have. Deep, longer, did, more generations. Did the government still create ghettos to create to keep black people fenced in, or like, just do people? Did white people not have that large of a handle? Segregated. No, it was almost like they started to relinquish territories, or like the blacks started to to occupy got- territories, and they like became official black cities. Like Atlanta's official black, you know, joint. Like Baltimore's official black joint. Yeah. Do you claim St. Louis? Yeah, all the niggas. You know what cities. I'm hearing, Compton. You know what I'm hearing. <laughs> Sprinkle some other shit. Uh, Cleveland, Ferguson. Can you just name cities? <laughs> can we? Can you just go get a city that's like not like I'm like thinking? Clan. Like go grab like just a start. nice small town in Florida. Like you're to me. How I'm like yo, you're just going after the fucked up metropolitan cities. I would not want to claim St. Louis. Yeah, no, I would maybe, not want to claim fucking. No, I'm just saying, like you know, wherever they that's where they was going. Anyway, it was migrating to them places anyway. You know. What I'm part, just saying. Well, if we, segre- if we segregated a, the country, would the black people rule the South, the West Coast, or the North? 
the West Coast. Probably the West Coast, yeah. Okay. Or the South. No, probably not the South. I feel like the White Asians get California, Seattle, and Oregon. Yeah, they do. The Midwesterns who drink bush bush light up 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 north. PBR. Once you get too north, you get into the absolutely not the ranchers. <laughs> they can be their own people. Where oh another hot take on the race topic since we talk about race like every fucking episode. Yeah, because I guess race relations is like as a society, it's like one of the biggest things we need to tackle. Like it's getting hotter. It's getting it's getting to one of the, like that point where you kind of got to like. You know, this problem is getting out of hand. You know, this, this like leak is getting serious. I feel like people just like you to know, poke the bear, though. I enjoy poking the bear of racism. Of course. I, listen, I think the brown we bear, the eradic- black bear, and the white bear. Racism has a place <laughs> in the world. If it didn't, I don't think it would be here at all. And the place, I think, is comedy. I think <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I like- think just keep it alive for, for language's sake, for comedic use. So what's the hot take like? Oh, we saw that article about... San Francisco proposing reparations, $5 million in reparations to black residents of San Francisco. I just thought it was interesting. $5 million is a lot of money. That's a ton of money. Tell you what, you'll never see me again, my black ass. You want to get rid of me? You need $5 easily, million. Dollars. You easily get live off $5 million for the rest but of your you life. But you have to stay in San Francisco. San Francisco. They five say million. you have to stay there. San Francisco, I don't know about that. five million. I mean, I yeah. guess. Huh? No, I'd be yeah. like. It was just a. Know. It was a that, proposed that's, that's draft. Like super true or no? It's, they said the the financial feasibility of it has not wasn't in the that document, so they didn't. That hasn't been addressed formally. That can't be feasible. For sure, I think it would be super irresponsible to shell out five. You give me five million dollars today, I can't say. I would be here tomorrow, alive. So I asked my dad, uh, like, do black people deserve reparations? He goes, I look at it like this. Like, we, my family gets offered reparations for the Holocaust. I lost grandparents in it, blah, blah, blah. But my dad doesn't accept it. He thinks it's blood money. But he, I asked him, should black people get reparations? And he put it like, the Holocaust, granted, killed millions of Jews and was over the course of six years. Slavery was a century good, too, almost, and damn near... You probably, there's no specific number, but I would assume about a million slaves died either as a slave or got murdered, things like that nature. So do I believe reparations should be a thing? Absolutely. Now, how you put a dollar sign on that, that's the government. That's the hard part. Like Germany put a dollar sign and my dad's like, I don't want your money. Fuck that. Yeah. Is it my taxpayer money? I hope so. Five million? We need to get the juice back. <laughs> what I say, you know, I say, hey, every nigga that's winning, give me some off the top. <laughs> Everybody is winning. Spread the love, dude. The whites, the Jews, Indians. You know how it is. We know the difference between black and Indian. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> it could be a man browner than me, and you know, you know, he is not black. It's because it's cologne. It's cool. The good curry. It's racist as fuck. We're going to get the good all types of trouble. <laughs> Whatever works. Um, My hot take yeah, is, let me is not it. too much. I feel like I actually have more of an agreement among our audience. Is actually the Surgeon General um, Vivek Murthy. I'm probably butchering the fuck out of that last name. He, uh, he was a U.S. Surgeon General under Obama, Trump, and Biden. And he actually came out on 
maybe CNN or something like that towards the end of January. And he's trying to push and advocate for something that was like, basically nobody 13 and below should be on social media whatsoever. It is detrimental to health. It affects their loneliness. And it's basically a brain dump of dopamine. And what it's going to do, because it hasn't been around long enough, is be super detrimental and just affect the youth of tomorrow. And we haven't seen the consequences yet. But we're talking more loneliness, more people tied to the internet, screen or mindlessly scrolling conversation that ha- has no meaning because it's all across the internet and text. Well, wouldn't that be proof of what you know, like having an effect? Already? Yeah, but so they they've actually come out with studies like how it affects the brain, but also like there's benefits. Like people on social media, there's certain parts of their brain that activates that's good for them. Yeah, but there's there's, there's they're, they're trying to find long term effects. Like how yeah. how is it affecting a kid who's on social media from seven? To 18, how is it affecting you know, your frontal lobe fully develops at 25? Yeah. How is their thinking when they're 25 to 30? Social media hasn't been around that long. Mm-hmm. So it's like we're kind of the fucking test subjects. I mean, I could imagine the, the relationship that would develop if I had TikTok at like six years old. Like you just you become very dependent on that dopamine hit your whole life and getting attached at a young age like that would have to have detrimental effects. However, there, I mean, Social media definitely has its uses, and there's definitely good ways to use it, but people just don't do not do that. And especially if you're young, you just would not care at all. I'll never forget the, I didn't even have a touchscreen phone at the time. What was, was the Dare Touch I'm thinking of, maybe? But yeah, I had one of those little flip phones still, and I'll never forget, there's this kid that's like five years below me playing on the playground, and he's playing with his AI fucking dog, and I'm just like sitting there, I'm like, How the f- this younger kid has a nicer fucking phone than me. What was it, like Tamagotchi? No, you're just like a talking dog. It's a little bit of an advanced thing on a droid or a fucking dare touch, whatever. Oh, sure. But I was like, damn, bro, like technology advancing. These younger kids have all this shit. I don't even know what this is. Like, what's going to happen? And I remember thinking about that for a little bit. And nowadays it's like, oh, shit, man. I see fucking seven, eight-year-olds with iPhones. Nicer iPhones than me- mine. The brand new one. You know what pre- I hate seeing, dude? Kids in restaurants just with he- big-ass headphones on and their iPads. And they're still fucking screaming. They're probably autistic. They're not <laughs> autistic. <laughs> Come on. I'm holding my tongue. Shit, dude. They could be. They could be. That's a thing, dude, you know? Mm-mm. He over, was looking at me in my eyes. That's not autistic. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Never look a dog in his eyes. <laughs> Y'all are horrible. Were burgers coming out of his ass? No, Harry. He was too busy playing fucking Angry Birds. This is so reminiscent of uh, the first season of the show where we just let everything rip because we weren't on camera and I didn't have a steady job. This is fun. Oh. Uh, We're holding back a little bit, though. A little bit. We got to. (laughs) We got to. I let it rip in the beginning when I was introducing you. I was like, ah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give me Harry. I had to dive back to. Yeah, God. it was. It was. You were in a. Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm just matching your love. We're assholes, man. Just a little bit more <clears throat> shit on this one. Jake, you got you got any questions for us? Yeah, I do. What's we important look like in five years? Ooh, I'm so glad you didn't ask. How did you guys come up with the idea <laughs> <laughs> for the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> So Talking a little bit of shit. Um, good question though. Uh, five years to me. That's really far. What about three? Five a, is far. There's a stripper sitting butt naked on Q's couch, For watching sure. us film it. Mm-hmm. 
That's the only difference? I don't know. Like, I do this because it's fun. I don't really, like, think about any monetary value or, like, a certain audience or certain followers. Like, I truly enjoy recording this podcast with the Otis. Some some dream guests on by then? I mean, like, right now we're shooting for Cleveland, of course. I would hope to, we'd like to expand to Ohio, maybe Midwest, East Coast. I don't have any specific guest on mine. How fucking sick would that be if you got Cuddy on here, dude? That's not that's not completely Scott. outlandish. No, so come great, on the show, but like for real. Not Glenn Infante, come on the show. Harry won't let me hit you up. Just, so you no, have to watch. I told this. you you could pull the trigger. Bobby to told you you could pull these. the trigger too. Bobby offered you off camera and goes, "You want me to give him a call right now?" I know. I was shy, Glenn. I'm shy. Anyway, you know Glenn Infante. Trey, Trey probably knows him. Mm-hmm. You know Ilti, the Ilti yeah. brand. You know this is from Ilti. That Glenn is in. in is that? Yeah. Like, Glenn gave us Ilti. He's a big fan. Big fan. He's You're a good, big fan of Ilti. Big fan of Glenn. Oh. And Ilti, yes, of course. Cool. <clears throat> I don't know shit about fashion, man. What's the podcast look like to you, man? In three to five years, yeah. The podcast look like to me a fruit bowl. <laughs> um. You know, I don't really know. I kind of feel similarly. This is a project that has definitely taken on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. And I think that is another reason why I just feel so, I feel such a way about it because it is so natural. And it, it, it we never had to try to do anything. And I think um, there's certain points along the way where we thought we had to. And we realized that we it wasn't right for us. And we changed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how we even got here again, to be able to have such another like honest, like kind of stripped down episode. Like the goals, you know, of course, have people that want to listen, but we're not like shifting or changing who we are to appeal to a target audience either. Yeah, of course, we have like what we want to talk about the layout of the show, but you know, there's never like, oh, I want a hundred thousand listeners, I want a thousand subscribers. It's just continue to make content that we enjoy to create as soon as it's not fun anymore we stop doing it yeah that's where the best content comes from i think if you try to start devising skits and segments around people that how do how do we reach the most amount of people Mm -hmm. then you lose the shine completely and then it's not no longer an authentic show it's just Quentin loves to shine another podcast see this fucking head Um, real subtle racist joke (laughs) ah that was fucked up but yeah, I don't, um, and there's so many, there's so many other projects that I do want to, um, that were that are in the works. Yes, you know, around this, uh, <laughs> that are eventually going to take up the bulk of my time. And I don't know. It's Sherbert. It's a big thing. We're gonna give you a little heads up. Just pay attention to when Sherbert drops. That's gonna be big for us. Sherbert. 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 And Quentin and Whiteface. A lot of shit like that. A lot of shit. A lot of wild shit. Dude. Where we take, you know, because I hear about the podcast. Because you guys asked me for feedback and shit before. Yeah. Feedback I give from you, everybody. I give you feedback. Yeah. I give you feedback. I tell you how, you know, I keep it real. I'll tell you how I feel. But I give you constructive criticism. And then just some criticism to go with it. Because um, that's fun. What was I about to say? I don't know. I don't have your thoughts. I had a thought that's gone as well. I love when that happens. Well, shit. Without shit in the bed and you guys sucking any worse, we got my favorite segment of the show. The most important words to live by. This is kind of Jake's fortune cookie on what he would tell his younger self. Oh, okay. Um, Shit. 
to all the young Jakes out there that are about to embark on the same fabulous journey that you are, what advice would you give them, him, out there? Them. Maybe it's them. Maybe it's them. It's probably them. They. It's probably they. Read more books and have more sex. That's it. That's it? Yeah. Like how we didn't say have more sex with women. Staying open-minded. Staying open-minded. <laughs> we love that. We love inclusivity. Cliffhanger. That's it. But yeah, what? I bet they would love it. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of shit. So what, what what's you? next for you, dude? Like, you know? Oof. How can people get in contact with you social media? What do you wise? got? What's, what is, what's going on with so, Wisdom Wisdom? What's going on with How no can people cover? tap in? Yeah. So no cover is, is, is one of my primary focus. I'd like to build that. I have a big role in, in building that that brand out and, and, and the magazine out. Wit and Wisdom, obviously, I'd like to keep keep growing that and, and probably start to branch off. I've realized that I love projects. So I want to find a way to incorporate as many creative projects into my life as possible and kind of just expanding my footprint which is just going to take time, dude. So you got to build. I want to start a consultancy firm for, for creative consulting, creative consulting. But that's going to take a lot, a lot of, lot of years of building experience, credibility, getting a, a sharper toolkit. Um, but that's the plan for right now. And just keep going on, on the projects I have now. With the current things you're doing, how can people get in touch? How can they tap in and keep up? Uh, follow Wit and Wisdom. On Instagram, follow Jake Steffens on Instagram. Follow No Cover on Instagram. All news, that's it. And make sure, as always, to subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, any other things, make sure you follow. Tune in to our podcast, Dropping Weekly, right now for Season 3. We try to always aim for Friday and Saturdays. But stay important, people. Stay important, important. wee-wees. Thank you so much. Allow. Allow yourself. To gain wisdom or to acknowledge the wisdom that is right there in your peers. Look to your left, look to your right. Allow yourself, allow them to be wise to you. Have some wittiness. That's it. Allow them to give you gems. Allow them to be your teachers as well. It's not just about you, 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 and this older person with credibility or that older person with credibility, but the people around you. Preach that, dude. You know? 100%. That's huge. And that's something that, I mean, I'm learning in real time. And, you know, that's all I got to say, kids. We're getting better every day. That's G- it. That is G-B- really it. E- D- G-B-E- e- oh, fuck, getting better. G-B-E-D. Oh, fuck. God. What would Jeebus do? I'm dyslexic. What would Jeebus do? Anyway, Jay closes out. What? Koi. Jesus.